Today on the Terrible Warriors, we return to Star Trek Adventures for one last runabout through the Living Campaign. And after this story, we only have two more campaigns remaining in our regular season. In the very next campaign, we'll be playing Forbidden Lands by Free League Games, and we've teamed up with the Stormcrow Manor with their DM and Dine program to host a game of Forbidden Lands on April the 9th at 7 p.m. Check out our Facebook page for more information on this exclusive event and visit dmdyneto.com and request Justin Eacock for your next game at the Stormcrow Manor in Toronto. And now, I believe it's time to boldly return to Star Trek Adventures. Space, the thing we have to cross. These are the voyages of the USS Horizon. Its ongoing mission, to seek out new life. To swear it was unstunned the whole time. And to boldly claim we can fix it. Well, hey there, terrible warriors. I'm your game master, Justin Eacock, returning very quickly for more Star Trek adventures. You thought it was done. Surprise! We are going to go right in from the Assessor's Gambit into The Displaced. This is the final episode in Modiphius's Living Campaign. And if you liked listening to our, like, crappy run-through of it, go check it out at Modiphius's website. Uh, they have all of these adventures available for free to download right now. There were even a few I've learned while we were getting ready for the displays that we missed. So uh, we're not even getting the whole story by listening to the podcast if you want to play through it. There's also an entire thread in the 23rd century that we just completely ignored. So you can go out and enjoy that as well. As well as um, a bunch of other, the people that we've interviewed here, Jim Johnson and Aaron Pollier, have written additional adventures in printed books, uh, Strange New Worlds and These Are the Voyages, uh, which you can purchase at Modiphius' website as well. And they're, they're really, really rad. I am obviously not alone because if I was, this would be awkward uh, playing here with my crew from Starfleet, crew of the Horizon and other ships, uh, starting with our captain here, um, Captain Schofield. That's right. I am Connell McBath, better known in, in the nerd community as Toronto's greatest supervillain and evil genius, Dr. Terawatt, playing Captain Gavin Schofield. So welcome back. How are you feeling here returning? You got the horizon, but um, as we've been mentioning in the Cessna's yeah. Gambit, like everyone's kind of going off and doing their thing. And then you had your whole ship kind of like, you didn't, there was no closure at the end of that last <laughs> no, story. Uh, it, Shields went up and... It just went crazy And he just uh, kind of flicked his abrupt, wrist. But... Folded space like origami. Fully, I am thrilled. Uh, if members of my crew go off and do like bigger, better things, like so, I'm I'm not like upset that everybody's kind of like just growing proud, up and moving out. I'm I'm proud, a proud father, <laughs> proud, proud Captain Daddy. Yes, going, right. Like, my sons, as you <laughs> wave like generally at the my, crew, my children, my children. Um, and uh, uh, also returning from Assessor's Gambit, our first of two science officers, uh, Neil Tavares of Neil T. Tattoos, playing Lieutenant Commander Teth Chovaquil. And do you still feel like an ant on the highway? Just a little bit. <laughs> After yeah. that bit. We'll, we'll yeah. remind everyone, we'll go over a quick recap of, of what Assessor's Gambit was up to, in case you don't remember last time we recorded, because it was like only three weeks ago. Uh, but also, our ship's counselor. Erica Sabo. I am the Vulcan counselor, Tazar. It's a pleasure to be back. Yeah, uh, and uh, uh, she dealt with a lot in the last episode. Uh, you were under fire, maybe for the first time, in like a real tense situation there. Yep. 
uh, you were trying to do everything you could to not fire phasers, and I was like, "You're you're gonna you're probably gonna have to fire the phasers." I was like, "I don't want to. Don't make me." But you know, I think Tazar has. I mean, I'm not gonna to. make you, but I'm gonna shoot you if you don't. Yeah, I know you will. I gotta I gotta work on that. Defend yourself. Is <laughs> that nerve pinch? And our second of two uh, of our count of our of our counselors. Well, I mean, you've been doing a lot of emotional labor for everyone, but you're one of our scientists here. Uh, welcome back. Thank you. I am the Velvet Duke of the Dandies, and I'm playing Science Officer Lieutenant Commander Bo Lassa. And Bo Lassa is quite different from your Dandies counterpart, aren't they? <laughs> there, there are many things that are similar. One is that we jump into the action. We're very hands-on with the science, but uh, I think... Uh, A lot less mass genocide. Well, yeah. you know, that's... That's, an, I, I think, that's debatable. I, I, you take exception to that, sir. What I, what I like to think is that the hands-on is much more hands-on, so it's a one-on-one treatment instead of, you know, planet-wide. Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, you, get, you, get, you get to do a little bit more when you're dealing with, uh, with holodeck follies in terms of the... Um, the scope of my... The scope the, of your transgressions, yeah. Uh, and because it's a comedy, it's uh, it's a lot lighter mm-hmm. uh, when it happens, as opposed to this character where I take a lot of things personally. Yeah, you do. <laughs> ah, ah, personally attacked. Uh, and But also coming back, he wasn't here for Assessor's Gambit because he was busy being briefed by Starfleet Security on his new command position. Uh, <laughs> Joshua, you're welcome. Welcome back. Yeah, Joshua Barbeau uh, playing Commander Connell Haddock. Connell Haddock. Once again. What was the last time we saw Connell Haddock? Was I think it was three episodes. Was it back? Signals with uh, signals. with the with the Nebula and the away team and the and the miners and the Romulans? Were you there for that? Does that sound familiar? Uh, we were looking for a runabout that was disabled no, the, in the Nebula. The last time I was there was uh, we uh, there were there were two planets and they were warring. Oh, the tug of war. The tug of war. That's oh, geez. The last time oh, you just been, and you've been sick ever since. So I, I missed uh, signals, and I missed. Yeah, uh, I think I had you like you you, you came down with Telerian flu or something, and you were like <laughs> throwing signals, up in your quarters, yeah. Yeah. and then and yeah. then you've just been called away, and then after I mean, we did a bit of a time jump, and everyone got reassigned. Mm-hmm. So, um, the last time we played Assessor's Gambit, you were all sent to the Candidate Three system after following up with a bunch of leads that you had gotten from other ships. Uh, in the in the Shackleton Expanse that brought you in Fallen the Breadcrumbs of the Tila Cal. And that brought you to this one planet where you found it was a planet covered entirely in stone runes, uh, like no no oceans, no valleys, just a giant city or planet-spanning city that all was funneling power into a central building, uh, the... Um, uh, that that uh, this like pentagonal shaped chamber, that when you went into it, uh, you found a transmission from uh, this this woman calling for help before the transmission was cut off. You also met an alien there named Assessor Tredic. We don't know what Assessor means. That's a title he has given himself. Uh, that crazy like quintuply jointed fingers, very tall character who could speak directly into your minds. Uh, but while on the planet, you also were racing against the Romulans who had arrived at the same time. Everyone racing down to find more about the Tilakal and their technology. We know now that they are a people that can transport entire planets uh, from star system to star system. Uh, and um, uh, the, the, the scope of what it, they've done in the Shackleton Expanse is a lot of those gravimetric readings we've been encountering after every mission is because of like the, 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 the leftovers of their technology being used. Uh, but we don't know what happened to the Tilakal. And just as we were about to get answers, Assessor Tredic transported everyone back to the ship and put a planet-wide shield around the planet and then just like flicked his fingers and folded space and sent you back to Narendra Station. 
uh, 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 you know, several days journey in the in the snap of a finger. And we were all left going, what the hell? Just as we got reports that uh, enough is enough. People are, are, are the, the tension has risen with the, uh, the aggressive, aggressive actions from the Romulans. And so a council of war is now being convened uh, at Narendra Station. And uh, that is where we find ourselves now. Uh, a few days have passed as the rest of the flotilla has been recalled. Uh, the USS Papa Bear and the USS Triton have come into dock at Narendra Station, along with the Mapool, who wasn't folded through space and had to make the regular journey because it had already left Candidate 3 at the time that you were the Horizon was sent off. And uh, Captain Akul arriving, kind of fed up with what the Horizon gets up to all the time. And... Uh, uh, we uh, we'll we'll start with Captain Schofield and his counselor Taval. Is there something you would where 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 do we find you on the ship or the station? Uh, you're preparing. You you're getting your briefing on a pad. Maybe Taval is delivering that. Tazar. Taval. I keep telling Taval. Tazar. <laughs> Tazar. Uh, Tazar is a uh, is arriving with uh with with your briefing from the Admiralty on on this council that's being convened, and uh, uh, and you have a moment here to interact with each other. As uh, as you um, get ready to either um, beam over to Narendra or maybe we're docked properly this time, so there's like a gangway, uh, there's a, a platform that you can just walk across over to Narendra Station. Captain's log, start date four eight nine six four point five. We're docked at Narendra Station under red alert conditions and on the way to a war council with Admiral Hebert, General Cargan, and the senior staffs of the other Federation ships stationed here. I suspect we're going to be ordered back to the Candidate 3 system, which suits me just fine. We left rather unexpectedly and unwillingly, and I'd like to have some words with Assessor Tredic if I get the chance and try to get to the bottom of whatever secrets he's hiding about the strange alien transmission we received while on the planet. The Triton and the Papa Bear, an intrepid, uh, Nakira and Intrepid class respect have arrived at Narendra and you can maybe see them out of the window as they're getting into docking at, at, at the station. The Mapool is there taking repairs after their uh, their encounters with the planet and the Romulans. And um, and now we're uh, we're walking in towards our war council. And it's just the two of you. Captain, uh, you know, after seeing that transmission, we we need to go back. We need to find out exactly what's going on. We need the bigger picture here. I feel like we did not get a chance to be able to do what we were meant to do in that moment. I fully agree. Yeah. Woody, yeah. how do you how do you feel we should proceed in this situation? Well, obviously Assessor Tredic was upset with how things turned out, mm -hmm. um, with the ensuing conflict damaging whatever equipment was there and something about the true way. And I definitely want to know more about that. Mm -hmm. Uh and I definitely want to know more about that extraordinarily advanced technology that just flipped us like a coin across the universe like it was nothing. Indeed. I don't want to figure that out. But uh, all in all, sort of want to maintain that help whoever we can. And those people on the other side of the transmission look to be in a lot of distress. So whatever we can do, even in our limited technological capacity by comparison to them, whatever we can do to help, I want to help. Yeah, I mean, I already feel that way very much about the horizon, working yeah. on issuing some policies to ensure the safety of everybody here. But I can't help but also worry about them as well yeah. and exactly what their situation may be. 
meanwhile, on Narendra Station, uh, maybe we have our science officers going over and pouring over the data as you're trying to figure things out. As you know, um, once uh, this council is convened, your task force that was formed up in the last episode is now kind of at risk of being like deemed obsolete <laughs> as we're, we're worried. For your own anchoring, if you're listening and you're a big fan of Star Trek, this is happening at the exact same time as the season three finale of Deep Space Nine. Uh, at this time, there is worry over on the other side of the quadrant of a war with the Zenkathi, I think it were called, um, as well as paranoia among Starfleet as a whole that the changelings of the Dominion have infiltrated and are walking around acting like us uh, and have infiltrated all parts of, of Starfleet. Um, and so tensions are high and people are less trusting to work with each other. And you're not getting the same kind of quick feedback you might have been getting from the science council as well as being told like you can't get new people to your departments. Um, they're freezing transfers or the authorization process has slowed down with a backlog. And uh, it's all quite frustrating because you've got so much data from Candidate 3 and it's really just the two of you to look through it all. So how are things going with uh, Chovaquil and, and Lassa? Uh, Chovaquil, here is my blood sample to prove that I am still humanoid. Um, Thanks. I, I hadn't I just, noticed. There are so <laughs> I didn't ask for this, but... There, there are so few people that we can trust. I just want to make sure that we're... At least the two of us remain on the cutting edge of these discoveries, despite the administrative bureaucracy. It's it's really starting to frustrate the living hell out of me, this, this bureaucracy and this crap. I just want to get this stuff done. I just want to study as much as I possibly can, and this is just annoying. The assessor... Uh, mentioned that it was too soon which means that we've seen hints of things that we might be able to access we might be able to use to to if we can convince the the war councils that this information this data is useful to them there's more opportunity that we can stay at this as opposed to Finding new ways to boost the tricorders or bandages. I, I, or... I, I don't disagree, but at what point is this thing going to reveal when the most convenient time is? Like, how kind of it to tell us it's not right now, but when is that time? Do we have that kind of time is the problem. <laughs> it's way too big for me to be able to think on their level. All we can do is, is work with what we have so far. I. Did you look at the data uh, from when our ship was at the planet to uh, suddenly outside the uh, Narendra station? I'm just wondering if somehow that time time and space folding, uh, if there's anything in the tachyon th uh, that we could uh, we could use. I mean, maybe. Is there a dice roll I can make? For no, this? not yet. No? It's it's okay. uh it's just there's just not enough time and there's too much data and. The computer's trying to go through it, but you haven't even cataloged all of your information yeah. yet. Like, you've got so many there's, petabytes of There's just too much. I just stuff. haven't been able to go through anything even remotely well enough. It just feels like I'm going to do it just you get a, the surface. You get a chirp on your pads reminding you you have a meeting to get to. And oh, wonderful. senior staff are to report to, uh, to the briefing room at Narendra Station. Just at the same time that that chirp goes out, uh, Commander Haddock, you also get a chirp on your pad. Where did we find you? Where are you on the station? Uh, well, 
I don't know that I'm on the station. I'm, I might be on the ship that's You're on the Triton. The, yeah, I'm on the Triton. So you've uh, you've just been um, away with Starfleet uh, security, talking to them about um, the Klingons and, and and your previous missions on the horizon. And the Triton has had um, their own adventures in the Shackleton Expanse, and they have now been in need of a new commanding officer. And so they have assigned you, at least for now, see how things are. Your reputation is doing a little bit better. Uh, they have given you command of an Akira-class starship. And uh, so you are bringing the, the ship into docking at Narendra Station, mm -hmm. and uh, you receive a hail from the Mapool. What is the uh, crew complement of an Akira-class starship? I think it's like 60. Tactical operations, scale of five. Oh, it's a lot larger than I thought it was. Okay. Um, scale of five, crew support five, so I think uh, where's uh, the the Horizon ship? Um, your character sheet. What's the scale on the Galaxy class? Uh, oh, six. six. So it's okay, smaller so, than Horizon. So the Akira is only much. one scale smaller than oh. the than, than than the Galaxy class. Good. So it's actually so it'd be like a crew complement more in the hundreds sure. uh, than the than than the tens. Yeah. So so yeah, it's it's a it's a, but it's also it was the Akira class was designed as a Borg fighting ship. Uh, so oh. it was designed with combat and defense of the Federation in mind. So it's uh, a fighter ship. It's a tactical ship. Yeah, like yeah. It's, it's combat. It's, 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 a, it's a, like a frigate. And Ours so it's, is much it, more science-based. The Galaxy class is uh, deep space exploration. Yeah. So it's designed to be kind of good at everything. But what the Akira definitely has over you is maneuverability and speed. This thing can freaking book it. It's got power behind its, 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 its engines and its weapons. Um, not so much its sensors and its computers. Uh, this thing is designed to go out, like find trouble and shoot it, and that's what they call troubleshooting on an Akira class. Deal shooter. with it. <laughs> so, uh, like a crew complement of like four fifty, that kind of thing? something like that. Yeah, yeah, maybe a couple hundred, uh, with, but with a capacity of of more. Um, you've got room for passengers, and and oh. so as you're doing that, you get a hail from the Mapool, the Klingon ship, Captain Akool. Yeah, long his time no see. His face comes up on the screen. If I was a betting man, some would say you have been avoiding me, Commander. <laughs> Not avoiding, just busy. Too busy to contact an old friend. Never. What can I do for you? And he just kind of smiles across his face. and He's like, there's a war council being called. The first round of blood wine will be on me. <laughs> Sounds good. I'll see you there. We'll put that shiny new ship of yours to the test. Finally, we're going to do something about this expanse of ours. Mm. Click. Uh, I like we well, all right then. <laughs> I like him too. Yeah. He's pretty cool. I like that. You guy. Might then even say he's oh cool. <laughs> all right. So at the uh, when you arrive, uh, you arrive into the room. You're all in here. You all see each other. Uh, uh, Schofield and Haddock. Um, you get your data pads, uh, P-A-D-D, uh, where you see the um, what personal access data retrieval and something database. I can't remember what the acronym stands for. But um, they, uh, they, you, you get them, and they, they, they identify like all the senior staff of the different ships, um, uh, the task force running the Shackleton Expanse, uh, Admiral Hebert and General Cargan, Captain Akul, and, and other senior members of the Klingon um, defense force that are there filling up half of Narendra Station. Um, 
I want I want to do like when I see Haddock, just do like the Commander Haddock, you son of a bitch, and do like the hand lock that they do from <laughs> yeah. like the beginning of like Predator. 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 Yeah, because <laughs> they, they do that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Awesome. Captain <laughs> Schofield. Long time no see. Ah. <laughs> uh. Dad was gentlemen. <laughs> Take your seats. <laughs> Uh, she stands up to address the assembly in the room. Just a few hours ago, we learned that there has been an apparent coup of the Zenkethi homeworld. Starfleet is sending the USS Defiant to show the flag in the hopes of diffusing any potential aggression on the part of whoever happens to be in charge of the Zenkethi military. While the Federation's Zenkethi border is quite some distance from us, a potential renewed conflict with them is not something we need to be dealing with at this time. On more direct importance is the report of Romulan incursion into the Shackleton Expanse, as reported by Captain Schofield and the crew of the Horizon. Referenced in the recent mission report available on your pads, and you see like the displays of the Candidate 3 system, uh, names like Assessor Tredic, the, the Romulans, it would seem that the Romulans are also interested in the M-class planet in the Candidate 3 system. General? General Cargan stands up. The way he wields his pad, he's wielding it like it's a blade in the air. Our deep space intelligence assets believe they recorded traces of cloaked Romulan warbirds crossing the neutral zone and entering the outer edges of the expanse. We believe they are planning a move towards the Candidate 3 system to lay claim to the technological treasures gathered there. Cargan indicates to Admiral Hebert and points to Captain Akul. In discussion with the Admiral, and he's walking, kind of doing this pacing across the front, we have decided to send all three Federation ships to secure and defend Candidate 3 system for our purposes and to deny it to the enemy. Captain Akul and his vessel will remain on point here at Narendra Station in case the Romulans foolishly attempt to attack us while you are away. The meeting is now going to break up into Captain individual Akul's discussions not at this like point. That. No. Well, he got to fight them last time. So the meeting now kind of breaks up into individual places. You have a chance to ask the admiral or the general any questions you may have about your mission before you are being sent off, as well as assignments to the ship. Haddock has been assigned to command the Triton and mm-hmm. will be working with the Horizon. Um, the USS Intrepid or the, the Intrepid class uh, USS Papa Bear doesn't have, um, it's just NPCs assigned to them right now, um, okay. uh, but uh, uh, they don't really have any... Um, Does it have uh, a CO? And they, 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 yes, like they, they have a crew on there, um, but they, they're lacking anyone with any knowledge of the Tilakel. Their surveys through the Shackleton Expanse have been kind of absent of coming across any of this stuff. And so they are out of their depth for Candidate 3 and would love to see any specialists uh, from your task force, uh, if you could spare. And Candidate 3 was the system that we were just at before we got Yeah, it was the one from the last episode. (laughs) All right. But Um, they're heading back because now the the Klingons are saying that their their border probes have detected Romulans crossing over, and they think they're they're making a power grab for Candidate 3. It's gotten everyone's attention. Especially considering we just got and this out. time they're now so. sending you back not alone but with the all the remaining ships that are in the Shackleton Expanse. Okay, and this this third ship minus um, the Mapool. Yeah, minus the Mapool. <laughs> now he's gonna be sitting there, Dukes up, waiting to waiting to get some. Um, if he's mad about it, I'm gonna try to make a comment about it. It's just like you got to fight them last time. I want to turn. You just <laughs> you just chill. Like you just <laughs> relax. 
Um, what kind of what kind of ship is this third ship though? Describe that. Describe it to me. Uh, the Bellafron. Yeah. Uh, the well, it was bear. actually it was, it was called the Papa Bear, it was, but it's uh, it's based off of a uh, a prefab ship from the Living Campaign called the USS Bellafron. It's a Pathfinder and Reconnaissance Operation. Uh, ship. It's Ooh. Intrepid, which is what the uh, Voyager is from USS Voyager. Oh, cool! Uh, from uh, from Star Trek Voyager, uh, NCC seven four seven zero five. So it's very close to being built around the same time as Voyager. Intrepid ships are brand new ship of the line. They're 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 Ooh. they use uh, a bio neural gel to for their computer systems. Wow! Uh, so the ship is kind of alive in that way. It uses biology to to conduct information along its instead of isolinear chips that are used on the galaxy class um and uh uh its nacelles go up and down when it goes to warp which is kind of like flashy but is designed also to be like it 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 does less environmental damage to subspace as it travels at warp uh because we learned in in the next generation warp travel itself damages Subspace? Subspace. Really? Uh, and uh, and oh. what is seen as like this environmental way to travel is like, actually, it's not. And so they're having to design. So things like huh. the Sovereign class that are currently under construction, the Intrepid, even uh, the Nova, uh, that they're all designed with uh, different um, warp design. Uh, one reason why they're not building any new Galaxy-class ships is you're just kind of like the coal factory now of, <laughs> yeah, we're the, of we're the, the Federation. Old... The old, the old boats. So it comes with advanced warp drive, sensor suites, medical hologram, rugged design. And mm. it was designed, its mission was sending it more along the farther edges of the Shackleton Expanse, away from both the Klingon and Romulan borders, out into deep space, uh, and had been called back. So, but where they were seems to have been beyond the Tilakal's influence. Mm. So they haven't really come across any of this. But they've been recalled into render as well, along with the rest of the fleet. Captain. Okay. Admiral. I was about to say... Commodore. Com- Commodore. <laughs> Commodore. You still haven't told Haddock this. Uh, no, oh, it, hasn't, it hasn't been ima- announced. Uh, but uh, among other things, uh, Schofield, uh, the Admiral, uh, comes up to you and is, uh, uh, you, your ship has seen the most uh, in, in, the, in the Shackleton Expanse as well as Candidate 3. Uh, mm-hmm. You'll be leading point on this mission. You will be fleet oh. captain. Okay. Uh, we cannot, con- we, you know, given the way Gravimetrics has been, communications get cut off. Uh, you will not necessarily have the ability to reach out and get help. So you will be uh, in charge of, you'll be in command of the other two ships Hmm. as well. So it's a, it's a temporary promotion, a field promotion. That's okay. Don't go around calling yourself Commodore just yet. No, 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 no. So once uh, again, you're my commanding officer. Good luck, luck, fleet captain. I, uh, I hide the hat that I had as a present for you. (laughs) (laughs) Walks into the room, turns around suddenly. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that. cool. Uh, so behind you, what just printed so out cool. is the character sheet for the Intrepid class ship as well. Nice. You don't have to use it. It's there as an NPC. So in it fact, is... it's designed more of, in this campaign, you're supposed to only pick one ship. But we're the terrible warriors, and we do what we want. <laughs> it, is, it is more of a science vessel. Captain, I... We, we have done everything together. Mm-hmm. I think it is time to put our expertise... At the four and work in tandem. I wouldn't have it any other way. I like your thinking. You want to work aboard the 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 Papa Bear? I'm not ready to give up on the mysteries that we've had before us. I need more. So do we. Like absolutely. I'm I'm all about that. I'm I'm behind you 100. Yeah. percent Captain Akul walks up, throws his arms around both your shoulders, going. Starfleet officers sharing their feelings. <laughs> <laughs> Captain O'Cool, 
Don't worry, we'll keep this station afloat while you're gone. Yeah. I won't let them get a scratch on it. <laughs> uh, Captain of Cool. I think we're... You just saw him like last we... week fighting yeah. Romulans. <laughs> yeah, he was, was he say... was throwing batless through their good, back. Good to yeah. see you're still standing. I was gonna say, I'm thinking we both hope that they try to take and this he, station. He's kind of pulled back his like his thing. He's got like this nasty scar from when he got shot with a disruptor blast. Nice. And he's kind of like I'll give them back one for sure. Yeah. Ca- Captain O'Cool, how do you feel about being benched for this mission? I hardly think defending the home. How do you feel about being second fiddle? You know, I was going to say... They got fiddles and Klingons? <laughs> they must. <laughs> it's a human phrase, but I'm trying to acclimate. Teth is just rolling his eyes like he can see his brain. Captain O'Cool, I was going to say... Stab, stab, stab. If you're comfortable leaving your second in charge of defending the station, you'd be welcome aboard my ship. Oh, don't worry. If I hear you're in any trouble, <laughs> I'll make sure to come to your rescue, my princess. And if you're all done measuring oh, oh, oh. your members, oh, should we talk you. about something a little bit more on point? <laughs> Who is this guy? Oh, this <laughs> is Lieutenant Commander Tetchovaquil. He's an Andorian who was originally an assigned to the USS Revelation. I see that. Which right? was almost destroyed <laughs> in a supernova. We are the stars. So, I see. And what do you do? Medicine and sciences, sir. Oh. I drink and I know things. I do. That's what I do. Uh, no, he's been great. Uh, he was with us out at uh, on our last foray and was instrumental working with um, Lieutenant Commander La- Lasabo. We I were see. doing we were doing Bo great. Bolasa. Uh, it was no. It was it was, uh, it was a great. And this is uh, Counselor Tazar because Starfleet apparently believes that. I'm not doing well in the field, so they have assigned to me a counselor, which, though, to be honest, has been fantastic. A, a, a counselor who's also uh, an advisor. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, uh, having a first officer who is an empath didn't work, so I guess a Vulcan counselor <laughs> would uh, maybe Right, do you're the half Betazid, aren't <laughs> yeah. you, during yes, all I this? Am. Yeah, he's half Betazid. Yeah, so they're like, we've dealt with too much emotions. Let's give you a little more stoicism. <laughs> so maybe it'll help. Um, the uh, Papa Bear is commanded by Captain Christy Knight, and uh, she's uh, um, uh, the captain of the ship, uh, but understands that you know this is your task force, and uh, is uh, you know for the purposes of the mission, you do have some leeway to give orders, uh, and uh, so she's uh, she'll be she'll be in command though. Um, because both of you are still lieutenants. Captain so. Knight. That's so cool. Yeah, Captain Knight. Captain Christy Knight. So neat. Knight, of course, with a with a K. Oh yeah. yeah. And Christy with a K? Yeah, like Knight. Yeah, K K. Connell with a K. Uh with a K. Lot lots of K's going on here, folks. So uh the the ships are being loaded up for their mission. Uh Captain Akul, uh it'll say there'll be blood wine for you when you get back. And um Today is a good day to die. And all like, oh, well, that's, you know, that's what they say. Uh, one by one, the ships will, can set course for Candidate 3. How are you preparing as we return to Candidate 3? It didn't go so well last time. <laughs> and we know what we're heading back to this time. Mm-hmm. I, I'd like to have a moment with the captain. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. What's up? Uh, captain, I... Just... Now, are you beaming over to the ship or are you uh, uh, communicating? Uh, I'm going to beam over, okay. I think. 
Yeah. Talk in the ready room. What, yeah, we both have ready rooms now. Oh yeah, I'll come to yours. Uh, sure, great. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the intrepid ready rooms are huge, but uh, we'll go. We'll go to the smaller, more like we have uh, a food table. We yeah. Have a, yeah, yeah, no, we got. I'm driving around in this old oil barge, but you know. <laughs> Instead of a fish tank, you just have old, oil. Yeah, it's, just, it's an old ship for an old man. It's, it's like instead of rolling coal, floating on the ro- rolling crystal. Yeah, cool. Ah, <laughs> uh, Lieutenant Commander, Captain. Uh, I just wanted to take this moment. We have been through so much together. I, I wanted to take this moment to say thank you. Um, I feel like uh, being given this opportunity to explore, to see so much of the expanse, and so many wonders. I could not have done it without your recommendation, uh, your encouragement, mentorship. And uh, I just wonder what's next for you. Well, I think that everybody deserves to be given an opportunity to prove themselves. And you have proven time and again that you are capable and worthy of additional opportunities to continue doing well for yourself. My job is what it's always been. Take care of the people on my crew. Make sure they have an opportunity to do their best and move on to better parts. But what are you going to do for yourself after this? Keep busy, I guess. (laughs) Keep working. Stave off retirement as long as I can. That's always been my job working on the as captain of the ship is just making sure everyone has an opportunity to do their best to help everybody and to you know, move on to bigger and brighter things. Certainly get off this old boat. Shit. (laughs) (laughs) And I have a personal question, if you don't mind. Of course. This has been your home for so long. Do you ever miss where you're from? Truthfully, no. This is where I'm from, as far as I'm concerned. This boat's my home. It's been my home for as long as I can remember now. I, I felt the same way, and I feel a little bit of guilt that you know I haven't been back since we delivered that almost bomb. Uh, but I have. <laughs> <laughs> I feel a little. I, I feel like if if, if that's if that's the last time I see home, that's not a great memory for them or, or myself. But but honestly, I, I still feel so much that my home is among the stars, and mm-hmm. and I just wonder, you know, like who I become as a person, if that's true. Like, if I have no home except for a ship. Who do you become? Yeah. Well. Bloop, bloop, bloop. Mm. Computers blurping. Ah. Both of you get uh, bonus determination points. Oh. Wrote them in for, 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 for doing that. Determination. Yeah. Thank you. Bloop, bloop, bloop. Uh, is that like oh. a call? Yeah, you got like your, your personal computer on your desk is chirping. Is every time it chirps, we get another determination? Cause we can keep <laughs> I can Just wait. Keep farming them. Farm determination points. Um, real quick before I answer that. Boop, boop, boop. It's not that bad being out here. It's quite nice. Thank boop. you, Panda. I answer whatever's on that. Stephen Prince there on the bridge. Steve. <laughs> uh, sir. Prince. There's a priority one call coming in from Admiral Hebert. It's encrypted. Your eyes only. All right. I'll have it in here. Uh, I think that's my cue to leave, <laughs> Captain. We've got work. We do. This comes ship. up on your screen. I'm handing him a piece of paper. All right. <sighs> it says, your eyes only. Do not share. Yeah. 
Do not share. But can whether I, you do is is totally up to you. You're fleet captain. But can I, can I can I read this to all the folks at home? Um, I would hold on to it. We will read it out. But I would definitely have you read it. Have you read it? I mean, you, you, should, you can read it, and you can decide well, what to do. Reading it. Read it. So have a read for that. You get that message. You sit down, and the camera pans to uh, another uh, scene. Where do we find the three of you? While he's uh, reading it, uh, you know, obviously I have my own ship now, but yeah. I, I haven't been back home. On the subject of home, I haven't been back home to the uh, um, uh, to the horizon. To the horizon in in some time. Yeah, you had your personal effects there. Yeah, you know. So Pulsar uh, has finally lifted the quarantine on your quarters after your bout so, of Talarian flu. <laughs> So I've gone back to collect your, my things. Your knife. And, and now I, you've gone back to collect your knife. I, yeah, my knife. Yeah. And now I'd like to be, uh, I guess, in uh, in in ten forward. Yeah, in the uh, mess hall. You know, just uh, just uh, reminiscing on the good old days and and looking around and realizing I don't recognize that many people yeah, anymore because the new. crew has changed. They're younger. A lot of them are, are are more fresh cadets. This place is being used kind of like a training boat these days. Uh, we've got our counselors on board. Are you there? Uh, Slinging drinks, eating chocolate. What are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you're a Vulcan, so I, probably not the I, chocolate I part. Have, but I have uh, maybe regrettably developed a, a very, um, a very strong taste for these delicious cakey um, desserts. I yeah, cake pops. Donuts. Oh, donuts, donuts. <laughs> donuts. But only plain donuts, like old-fashioned plain. Oh, those are yeah. my favorite. Yeah, Absolutely. the icing is but far too sugary for Vulcan taste nobody. buds. Yes. <laughs> Thinking about how we're going to move forward. So, Haddock, you're there at the bar, and you see this young Vulcan over by uh, an ensign. It was an ensign or, or a lieutenant junior grade? Lieutenant junior. A uh, lieutenant. So there's a lieutenant there, uh, and she's over by the window, like those big, like floor to ceiling windows at the front of Ten Forward, um, like savoring morsels of this little bites at the time, like but like with a knife and fork, like taking a slice so, and then eating a bit of a donut, and then taking another slice and just like little slivers of donut, like and then contemplating each taste, eyes closed. So I haven't. Turning uh, it back to the plate. I haven't worked with too many Vulcans in my time. But, this uh, Vulcan's got more of like Savix uh, hair. It's like a lot long and flowing. Yep. It's not kind of done up in that more. Um, I've uh, certainly never seen one enjoying uh, a dessert quite like she is. Uh, and I'd like to use my empathic ability to see if her uh, Vulcan emotions are really as repressed as as they might appear to be on the Vulcans surface. don't repress emotions. They just compartmentalize them. Well, you know what I mean. And shut you them off. I mean. yeah. turn, turn them off. <laughs> like a light switch. point brings them out. Yeah. I believe enough uh, mindful meditation has taught me how to tune that out in a it's still uh, in a healthy way. Enjoy it, it, it is. It is. It is. <laughs> no, I mean, your, Vulcan, your emotions aren't um, um, overwhelming. You're just no. like curious about this, this human so fascinated delicacy. So cakey. Yeah. Delicious. It's better than root beer. Yeah. Um, I don't know why. It's so bubbly. Is this seat, it. Is this seat so taken? Fizzy, it stings my tongue. Is, is this seat taken? No. Just like means. the Federation. I'll uh, I'll take a seat. There's a there's a say, sorry, uh, there's a there's a great scene where where Quark and Garrick of Ferengi and a and a Cardassian both try root beer while everyone's off fighting the war and they're oh, like God. oh it's so bubbly and happy just like the federation and the worst part is you try enough of it and you'll start to like it just, just like, like the federation <laughs> it's insidious <laughs> it's insidious yeah yes. 
Deep like Space Nine right had this obsession adjective. where humans love root beer in the future yeah. for some reason. Um, <laughs> anyways, anyways, we return. We return to Haddock and and Tazar. Commander means. Haddock. Yeah. We haven't been formally introduced, but uh, I'm I'm Commander Haddock. Well, it's a pleasure to meet you, Tazar. Would you like to have a a bite of this cakey donut? <laughs> <laughs> you know, I think I will. Please. I'll I'll, have, I'll get my own cakey donut. <laughs> I'm starting to. Uh, it's the first time understand. I've ever had a donut with a fork and knife. Oh, oh I, I'm not having it with a fork and knife. I'll, I'll get my own cakey donut. I'll eat it with my uh, mechleth. <laughs> That's severe. That's you're quite brash, I see. So you also don't know how to eat a donut. So does anyone on this crew know how to eat a donut? <laughs> At this point, does Chovaquil show up me like, ooh, that's new, and then come up with an inventive way to eat a donut? Just sees like a plate of them and just like, aww. Is, is Captain Schofield the only one that eats it, quote unquote, old fashioned with his goddamn hands? <laughs> Teth, Teth uh, breaks it up into small bites oh, and then... Yeah, you them. actually take like a laser cutter and, da, 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 yeah. and you like do it into like perfect cubes. Yeah. So then you can have them with toothpicks. Yeah. You can get to eat them like like hors d'oeuvres. Appetizers. Yep. That's Y'all quite are nice. Fucking weird. <laughs> <laughs> I might Lassa, you're not in the scene, but how does Lassa Bo eat a donut? Uh, I have them as smoothies and little beakers. So I actually. Oh, you blend them. Blended donut. It's not preferable, but you know. Yeah. To each oh their God. own. Of course. Of course. <laughs> What's, what, what's happened to your ship, Scopefield? I don't know. Kids these days. <laughs> uh, a a your... determination point for the three of you for coming up with inventive ways to eat donuts. <laughs> Chovaquil, uh, where, uh, how are you preparing as we're flying back to Canada 3? I think what he normally kind of does, which is kind of familiarize himself with his yeah, surroundings third, in the third area. Third ship and so many adventures. Yeah, so again, kind of like popping into the to the medical bay and seeing what he's got access to him. Oh, and, so you, when you walk into the medical bay, one of the nurses there is really excited that there's like a physical being who's going to be maybe their chief medical officer on on the on the papa bear because she's trying to talk to the emergency medical hologram who is just not having it today and is just like not like, understanding like like i, I am an emergency state the nature of the medical emergency i'm not here to be run for more than 12 minutes at a time so like as he enters the room he sees this and, and the, he's gonna and be the, like hi what how uh, what can i i do for you walking towards the terminal yeah and as he gets to the terminal, he's like, "Is there anything I can I can help you?" He reaches down and flicks it off. Both both the EMH and the nurse <laughs> both turn to you at the same time, going, "I'm so glad you're here." And then the EMH turns off as they were both <laughs> going to complain to you both about the other person about how I can't work in this situation. They're saying in unison, as in just and, flicks and it right EMH off, flicks flicks away. Yeah, I've never been fond of them. And she's like, "Oh, finally, something tangible." All right. We've got a, a, a whole lot of crew members and not a whole lot of cross sections we need to go through. And, and, you know, and she's going through all like this paperwork that they have to do that the EMH was like refusing to do. So now they got this backlog on just getting a proper catalog and census of, 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 of the crew that are on board. They don't really know like the manifest keeps changing every time they end up at that station. Do, do we have any idea of how many people we have at our yeah, Intrepid? It's about 140 people. As far as that, that we yeah. could use as far as our department. Oh, as far as your department? Um, I mean, I'm not going to throw any curveballs at you. You've got a, a, a full well, flesh need. Yeah, medical okay. bay. Um, but the nurse is just like immediately like, oh, great. Someone with a bright rank. You're in charge now. <laughs> it's like there's not even a question <laughs> about it. It's well, that what or is the EMH. So. What is it that you, th- that you feel needs to focus on right now? 
I mean, we're about to be flying into potentially a combat situation, so we just need to, you know, go and check our triage, make sure we're ready to Absolutely. support. Yeah. Let's and, bring up, uh, make sure that everything that we're going to possibly need. We're uh, flying in. We don't, we don't know what we're flying into. And if these Tilakal are real and in, and in need, you know, this might be a first contact mission as well. So being ready to yeah. learn on the fly what Well, what prep everything that we're going to need for injuries as well as prep everything we might need for Wait a second. I know you. You were in the briefing. You've already been there. Yeah. Yeah, it was. And the like bringing up like the the schematics and the tricorder readings on Assessor Tredic. What do you know about this, well, this it, being? It feels like we know next to nothing. We're we're standing in front of uh, this being. What does he assess? I I have no idea what his title even means. I, I have no idea what he's assessing. He can read minds. Is he, he like? He seems to be Q? able to communicate. <laughs> Who keeps throwing questions at you <laughs> of like all these like power beings that have been discovered yeah. over the years? Okay, like... so no, he seems to be some sort of some sort of other being with no idea what he assesses. He be, he was able to transport us across the all of space uh, to get us here in only a second, and uh, we had, next to that we have very little very little information, and we're trying to the best to try and figure out more about him, but with all of the crap that's been going on recently, that's proving to be very, very difficult. Uh, I'm curious who my first officer is on this this ship of mine. Lieutenant Commander Gordon. <laughs> Gordon. <laughs> Commissioner. Commissioner. I was going to say, I was going to go with Flash. Oh. Yeah, well, that's, that's where my head yeah. went, because we're in space, but... Now, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> With Christy Knight? Yeah. Oh, no. Actually, let's just say, yeah, the, so the crew has nicknamed him Flash, even though Carlton it's Carlton Gordon. Flash Gordon. Yeah. Oh, goodness. Lieutenant Commander Gordon, I'll be your XO on the ship. Uh, friends call me Flash. Just always walks around. With All right, football. Lieutenant Commander Gordon. <laughs> always got his phaser. Friends call me Flash. Uh, it's one of the old school ones. Don't worry, I'll look after the crew, make sure they're all in ship shape. Running them through combat drills as your orders, of course. Um, back on your ships, if nothing else, we're going to arrive in Canada 3. Canada 3, Canada 3, no, candidate 3, uh, and then we'll end this episode. So polite. Um, so each of you are on the bridge of your bridges of your respective ships. Um, you have your printouts of your different ships there. Uh, so uh, as you come out of warp, your candidate three, uh, all three of you, they kind of all happening at the same time, uh, your uh, ships, um, uh, as they come out of warp, it's like you come out of warp hard. As soon as you come into the system, red alert klaxons go off and shields start moving up and gravimetric mm-hmm. disturbances are hitting you. And what this system was like when you left is not like it is now. The oh. state that it's in is so much worse. And just before the computer automatically registered and put up shields and activated red alert. All three of your ships got hit with massive gravimetric waves that you basically slammed into at full warp just as you were coming out. And so the whole ships just rock and throw you over and inertial dampeners are going. Each of the ships uh, are going to be pummeled by various disturbances, effectively hit with an energy attack. Pummeled. So, pummeled. Did you say that this hits shaken move. Oh, I'm grabbing so... 66 oh, here, so... and I'm rolling first Super on the horizon. Effective. Did you say this hits us before we have time to put shields up? Is before, that what you said? Before it all happens, like as you okay. rolled into. So 
not including shields directly onto the hull of the ship, huh. you're taking five damage to the horizon. Um, it, uh, defensive screens, emergency procedures come into play. Um, it's kind of guaranteed that your ship's going to get a breach when this happens. Oh. Because uh, without it going to shield, what's the resistance on... Can I see? It's six. Six, yeah. So uh, it was hit with five, but piercing two... Um, Roll an additional system. That system suffers an additional hit, dealing half the attack's damage, rounding up. Mm. Oh, shit. Okay, so the system damage I'm rolling for uh, is a four, which... Engines. Four is engines. Okay. So you take... You're taking... Um, uh, one, because it's, it's resistance is four, and I gave you five damage, so one damage to your engines, mm-hmm. and uh, six, so six is uh, also engines, but only half the damage, so that's, that's, that would be uh, three. I think you're fine. Dude. That's only one ship! The other three are also being attacked. Uh, so very quickly, I've got 66 on the Triton. Okay, so it's only three damage, but three effects. So piercing two, piercing two, piercing two, it's three damage is going to go right through. You don't have any resistance. So you get three damage plus one damage to your structure and one damage to your sensors. So four to my structure. So and the Triton gets sensor. walloped. Powerful you kind of come in and you just kind of get hit. Oosh. So you're not, taking, you're not taking like four breaches. If whenever you deal Oof. one or more damage, yeah. when Oof. your shields are zero, Oof. so you do suffer three breaches. So I suffer two to my structure and one to my sensors. Got it. Yeah. You are vented into space. Good so yeah. so you've got hull breaches on your ship. Uh, shields kick in. People, maybe maybe one or two crew members are sucked out into space. Uh, but the the, the 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 shields go up, and 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 the, the the structural integrity is holding your ship together as soon as as soon as uh, you go to red alert. And your sensors have been breached as well, which means uh, they're draining power whenever you try to use them uh, to to scan uh, and, and whenever you want to use against them. Uh, and so, uh, meanwhile, on the USS Papa Bear with Lhasa. Don't worry, a few uh, people got vented. You come out space. of warp at the uh, you come out of warp. You come out of warp at the same time as the rest of them. Um, seven points of damage and one effect. So you take also three is engines. And uh, that's just three again, that's a real different number. And a ten is structure. So you take breaches to a ship. So you go in, red alert, ship's exploding. People taking engine damage, sensor damage, structural damage. You're being rocked all over the place, and uh, and you arrive in dude, the Canada Three system. Do the Star Trek shake, and uh, <laughs> and this place doesn't look like it used to. How do you how do you react in each of your situations? So where uh, who's on the bridges of their ships? Uh, Counselor, you're up on the bridge as well, mm-hmm. and uh, each of, and and Lassa and Haddock are on the bridges of their ship, and uh, Doctor. Uh, Chovaquil, are you? Or where, where, where are you He's when in this? The medical bay. So you're in the medical bed. Everything yeah. just kind of goes to hell, and things are falling over, and you know there's there's vials shattering in your office. You just moved them in here. <laughs> just got here, <laughs> Jesus. And uh, this is why we can't have new, nice things. So how are you reacting here as you go to Red Alert, and you're seeing like the navigating of of the of the place when you were last here in Canada Three? You it was it was a hell of a time navigating through it, and this is this is a briar patch. It's of, just a nightmare of, of nightmare yeah. and. Mm. Uh, um, so, I mean, I, the, the red alert immediately activates yeah. and the shields immediately go up. 
Um, you're like getting casualty reports from old decks, bumps and bruises mostly, but uh, the the ship pretty much held together. But you are reporting like some major damage on different ships. Some of you are getting breaches uh, on the Triton. Uh, there are reports of a few missing crew members um, uh, when when you deal with structural damage like that. Sometimes whoever's in the hallway at the wrong time. Damn. I I want to hail the. Uh... Uh, horizon. So you you start you hail each other. Uh, all all three of the captains uh, are up on the screen. So you got like a split screen teleconference on the like roof screen. Group Skype and it's just like call. smoke going. There's a guy with the <laughs> extinguisher kind of like blowing out like one of the uh, one of the consoles in the Steve. back of the deck. <laughs> Goodness. Ah, <laughs> uh, report damages. Uh, yeah, we lost a few people over here. Damn. What's going on? Uh, we got hit in the engines a little bit. Seems like the gravimetric. Uh, disturbance has grown in severity since we've been here a moment ago. It was not this bad when we were here. Yeah, this doesn't match the report at all. Another like wave, like they're they're like licking you as these bands of gravimetric waves are moving across the system. Captain, uh, I I haven't seen what's out there yet, but we have experienced this before. Oh, go on. It's a convoy. The, 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 we, the, when you were in your the first mission you had with the Mapool, and oh. you were you were you were escorting the convoy crews, and you were He's brought right. into oh, I remember Rambulus. this. Oh right. I yep. Okay. So stations. Let's get those repairs up as quick as we can and get to work. And just as you begin talking and recovering, uh, you sense something. All of you, otherworldly, as all that noise, the hissing, the klaxons, everything starts going silent. Like someone's just like bringing the volume level down and putting it on mute. And then you hear a voice in all of your minds. <laughs> you hear the voice from the Tilakal ruins. Uh, the only one who wouldn't recognize it would be Commander Haddock. It's the voice of Assessor Tredic in all of your minds. You've come back. Please, I need help to protect them all. I cannot transport you down and save them at the same time. Please, help me going to resist the urge to be like well, maybe if you needed my help you shouldn't have flip me across the fucking galaxy but we're gonna go help some people out <laughs> time to do like the federation and save some lives another gravimetric field slams into the <laughs> ships and you can hear everything back again all the volume comes back in it's like it's a little louder and your view screen is filled with like this prasmatic spray of light halos of electric blue energy and space is unfolding in and of itself <laughs> in a kaleidoscopic display and where our episode is going to end just as as your view screens are freaking out a planet emerges through the unfolding passage and pulls into orbit around the class m planet of candidate three so it's just like this kaleidoscopic display the same thing that folded the ship into the render station it's kind of it's happening in front of you and all of a sudden this whole planet (laughs) appears in orbit around the class m planet you're aiming for and we'll come back next week because we got stuff to deal with, what y'all. Shit. Oh fuck! <laughs> uh, That's not good. <laughs> it's not that good. That planet's too close to that mm. other planet. Um, we're gonna deal with <laughs> Assessor Tredic and the Displaced here in our next episode as we wrap up the Living Campaign here on the Terrible Warriors. I'm Justin Eacock, trying to remember how to play this game, learning the rules as we go, uh, surrounded by my intrepid crew of Starfleet officers, now on three different ships. We're going to need three ships to deal with this. Mm -hmm. Uh, Our captain of the Horizon, 
Uh, Connell Macbeth, better known in the nerd community as Toronto's greatest supervillain and evil genius, Dr. Terawatt, playing Captain Gavin Schofield. Our newly minted uh, chief medical officer, who I guess we left without Volsar. We left him behind. He's, meanwhile, back in Render Station. Oh, uh, guys, where'd you go? Ah, oh, dang it, they left without me. <laughs> I got donuts for everybody. I got donuts, he says, with like donuts with little flags in all of them, because no one knows how to eat a donut on this ship. Anyway, <laughs> our CMO on the horizon. Neil Tavares, Neil T. Tattoos, playing uh, Lieutenant Commander Teth Chobik Will. Ship's counselor, it's your job to keep everyone calm. Erica, delicious cakey goodness, Sabo. I am playing uh, Tazar, our Vulcan counselor. Our commander of the USS Triton. Uh, Joshua Barbeau, uh, a.k.a. Commander Connell Haddock. And representing the fine people of the USS Papa Bear. I am the Velvet Duke of the Dandies. I am Science Officer Lieutenant Commander Bo Lasser. And we'll see you all next time right here on the Terrible Warriors. Bye. The Terrible Warriors have new episodes out every Tuesday, and our final run through Star Trek Adventures continues next week with part two of The Displaced. Follow us on Twitter at Dice Warriors to stay up to date on all the exciting things we've got planned in the future. And if you like what you hear and you want to support independent podcasters like us, consider chipping in for some support at our Patreon page at patreon.com slash terriblewarriors. We offer exclusive briefing episodes for our supporters and host private games every month. Speaking of private games... We've also teamed up with the Stormcrow Manor to host games through the DM and Dine program. You and your adventuring party will get a full appetizer and meal in four hours with a game master to run a game for you. For more information, visit dmdineto.com and request Justin Eacock for your next game at the Stormcrow Manor in Toronto. Star Trek Adventures is published by Modifius Entertainment, and the living campaign episode The Displaced is written by Jim Johnson. Today's terrible warriors and your crew of the Horizon, the Triton, and the Papa Bear are Velvet Duke, Connell Macbeth, Erica Sabo, Neil Tavares, Joshua Barbo, and Game Master Justin Eacock. Return to us next week, dear listener, for the second chapter in our final Star Trek Adventures campaign right here on the Terrible Warriors. <laughs>